Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the college to pro.com NFL Draft Blast. show host Bo Marchant and as always we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's 2020 NFL draft stars and if you miss any of these shows in their entirety you can always download them or listen to them at your leisure um, at Apple Music, iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Today we're going to be joined with Matt Seibert, the standout Michigan State Spartans tight end. He's going to be kind enough to call in the show and talk about what he brings to the next level as we are counting down the days to the 2020 NFL Draft. As you know, it will not be a public event held in Vegas due to, to coronavirus. Um, it'll be a private event, um, obviously televised, but nonetheless, uh, teams will just be calling in their picks, and it'll be a different format. A little bit back to the uh, old-school way of doing things, not such a flashy, flamboyant, maybe a little bit too glitzy for me type of uh, production, but again, uh, you know, uh, it's something that the NFL can sell, and uh, it's in their best interest to make money. So uh, they would do it, and if I was in that position, I would. But I, I, there is something about the old style, just the, the all-day Saturday, the all-day Sunday grind where, you know, picks took forever, and uh, you had to be very, very dedicated to the process, if you will, if you wanted to be, um, you know, involved with this. Um, but, again, um, any of these shows you miss, um, Call to Pro, you hit our uh, 2020 interviews. Um, we're about 150 uh, prospects right now as we count down the days and probably another hundred by the time we get to the NFL draft date and and then it's on to the 2020 year. So it's a lot to talk about. Again, always a fun thing to, uh, you know, look, you know, and again, it's, it's fun, but as always, um, we're going to, we're getting some messages here and we're going to try to get, get Matt on the program. I, you know, technical difficulties and uh, we've been running into those a lot lately. Um, and, uh, let's see. All right. We're trying here. Okay. And we're going to try to get Matt on the program and I apologize. It sounds so bad when we got to do all these technical things and try to get these kids um, connected with us via this uh, podcast and, and working with Block Talk Radio. Um, sometimes the uh, sometimes the quality isn't up to snuff, and uh, we do what we can. But again, it's one of those things that we try our best here at the C2P. So, uh, and there we got him. Uh, Matt, welcome to the program. How you doing? Uh, How you doing, my man? I'm good. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by, um, and uh, you know, uh, t- I tell you what, uh, we've we've had a bad run of technical difficulties the last, I'd say, four days. I don't know because everybody in the world's on their internet because there's nothing else to do. But uh, nonetheless, we appreciate you joining us here on the program. Um, how's the day treating you? Say that again. Sorry, what was the last part? I said, how's the day treating you? Oh, oh, it's good. 
I just woke up, did a mobility session this morning, did a little run. It's Sunday, so I'm not doing much today. But, uh, yeah, the technology stuff can be real frustrating, I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, uh, everything's good right now. I'm up north uh, in Traverse City, uh, working my tail off at home right now. Awesome. And for you, kind of let's get nooks and crannies of, you know, I mean, uh, back Pop Warner, Pop Pee Wee days, I mean, were you the better athlete way back then? Uh, back down in the younger days, no, I was not, I was not the better athlete. I was a real chubby little kid. I always had the size, though, over other guys, and I'm, I've always been a physical football player, so my physicality always, you know, helped me catch up. The athleticism didn't really come until probably early in high school. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I really had to work work for the athleticism part, so. Huh. So when does, the, I guess, when does that athleticism begin to take fold and, and you be you know, you start to become the, the guy that we're talking to today. Uh, I would say, I'd say early in high school when I really started focusing on the weight room aspect of things, and you know, we would go to sp- uh, speed training workouts here in Traverse City, um, and I would really just focus on transforming my body and you know my muscles in, into someone who can you know eventually be a college athlete. And so it was just a lot of. Uh, a lot of time in the weight room and a lot of time working on like mechanics. So you, you, you begin to kind of develop. I'm curious, I mean, what positions did you play throughout your collegiate, I shouldn't say collegiate career, throughout your high school career, and how did you start to trend towards that tight end that, were, you, know, that, that you became? Yeah, so as a little kid uh, during Pop Warner, started off as a black and running back, even though I was chubby and stuff. I put me in the backfield on uh, any short yard situation. I would get the ball, and I was, you know, hey, any kid's going to be happy to have the ball in their hands in the, in the Pop Warner days. So that, that was fun. And then uh, going into middle school and stuff like that, I was a middle linebacker and tight end. And so um, that was always fun. I really enjoyed middle linebacker. And then once we got to high school, I was just tight end and defensive end the whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could see that that frame. I could definitely see schools eyeing you as a defensive end as well. I mean, uh, especially the way you put down what you're 6'4", 6'5", 250. I mean, that, that's nice edge rushing ability. Once again, Max Siebert, the Michigan State Spartans here on the C2P as we talk a little NFL draft as this young man talks and shares what he brings to the table as he could be playing for your favorite football team in the near future. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, I believe you began at Buffalo and then you made the transition to Michigan State. Talk about, you know, how that transpired and, and what brought you to be a Spartan? Yeah, so I went to Buffalo straight out of high school. It was one of my two offers. It was Buffalo and Eastern Michigan. Um, took the full ride scholarship, and, you know, I actually loved it over there. You know, I loved I loved the class I was in. Uh, they had great food in Buffalo, great chicken wings. Uh, you know, I re- really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, the only thing that I just, I kept eating at me was the dream of playing. I uh, decided to make the move to Michigan State and uh, chase the dream, and uh, it was well worth it at first. I, uh, and I decided to, it was a walk-on, by the way, just just uh, to put that out there. So I walked on. Uh, it was a long road. It wasn't easy at first. And, uh, you know, just resiliency helped me out a lot, and, you know, faith in God. And uh, I made it happen this last year. I'm thankful to a lot of people around me, including my coach, my tight end coach, and Coach D'Antonio, um, you know, let me have a year to, you know, show what I can really do. So, yeah. Matt, now I got to ask, because I, I have a daughter going to Slippery Rock in the fall, and my son uh, uh, is finishing up in New York in school. Now, he got some scholarship money. How 
How hard was it to have that talk with your mom and dad saying, hey, you know what, this full-ride scholarship at Buffalo, we're going to scrap that idea, and then I'm going to take on a new tuition at Michigan State. How, how, how were they when you came with that topic? Man, I was honestly I was so nervous um, before I could bring it up. Yeah, it was one of those things where you really have to build yourself up and get ready to bring that talk up. Uh, it was just not easy. Um, but when I did, you know, my parents were the most supportive people, and my dad loves football just as much as I do. And so, you know, me chasing that dream was, was him chasing that dream too. And uh, it all worked out for the best, and we'll have memories now for the rest of our lives that take that risk. Definitely, and you become a two-year letter winner at Michigan State, so obviously the right choice. And I think that just speaks uh, the, the dedication and desire on your heart to kind of get this done. And, you know, I think that's the that's what I take most out of what we spoke about is, uh, you know, you, I mean, once you set your mind to it, and, and that's a gutsy move, and you were able to kind of out, come out with flying colors. Um, I ask all the guys that come on the program, Matt, if we threw you in the film room, you're with these NFL scouts, they're breaking down tape of you. What are those intangibles to the position of tight end that you bring that they're going to fall in love with? Yeah, so the main thing that comes to my to my mind is, you know, a true balanced tight end that adds versatility to an offense where you don't know, you know, you can use him in the pass game, you can use him in the run game. For me, um, I'm not afraid to put my hand in the dirt. I'm going to go against anyone, whether it's a, a Chase Young, a linebacker, I don't care who it is, I'm going to get after them and, uh, you know, I'm going to make it happen. And then if you need me, you know, catch the ball. Um, I had an 82% com- completion percentage this season, which was uh, second in the most in the country for tight ends as far as completion percentage. Um, so, you know, I have consistent hands. I'm going to catch the ball when you throw it to me. I'm going to get open. I run consistent routes. So I'm going to be able to do both for the offense to help, that helps add versatility. And, you know, the, the good offenses in the NFL, um, you can see they really use the tight ends, and, and they're very versatile. And so, and I'm going to play my role. I'm going to do whatever it takes for the, deep, the offense to be successful. Um, you know, this past season, I even played third down running back because we had running backs uh, enter the transfer portal. We didn't have enough uh, for pass protection. So I played third down running back um, to help pass protect. And so I'll do whatever, whatever the offense needs. That's what I'm going to do. Hey man, it sounds like I, mean, I, I just I could just sense it. I could tell, I could sense the intensity. Um, now this is your show. We want to get you as much love, and I know the scouts have been listening to more than uh, usually uh, usual, I should say, because of uh, the coronavirus. Uh, um, but this one, um, what won't they see on tape? What are those intangibles that we won't see on tape? I mean, team captain, weight room warrior, film junkie. Uh, maybe you could have caught you know 114 catches i mean what are some of the things that these guys won't see on tape that they know you're available and you can do or you have done yeah okay so stuff like you know i mean you hear it from all the guys your film um you know everyone can say they watch it but really i mean you can talk to my tight end coach i mean we were buried in the film room and every week trying to get as, as much knowledge as possible to you know to be as prepared as possible for that week and when you know what the other team's doing and what's coming, it makes it lets you play faster. So the film room was is obviously number one for me. Um, other than that, you know, uh, as far as leadership, I was I was not a team captain this year, which you know that's something that kind of eats at me. As, you know, senior season and you're not a team captain. Um, if, if you're a senior and you're on the field, uh, you should you should be a captain. And so uh, I'm I'm not happy with myself about not being a team captain. I, I you know I started to speak up a little more. Uh, vocal leadership and the more I started playing and the better I started performing so you know 
I, I became a vocal leader. Um, you know, I became someone that started, people started to follow me on the offense. And so my leadership skills this past season really just took a huge jump for me, and so I'm happy with that. So those are, those are two big things that, uh, that I would say. Awesome. And, 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 and again, I, I, you could just sense it. I, you know, there, I, listen, I've been doing these shows a long time and I, I could just get, I can, I can sense the, uh, you know, the, it's a tough pill to swallow that you did want to be that guy, but the way you come across, Matt, it seems like you were a team captain, even though you might've not had the official title, I'm sure you carried a lot of weight and showed the, the Spartans guys what to do, go in the right direction. That I don't think there's any question over. Um, um, we're almost out of time. I cannot believe it because this, this man, this show went fast. But uh, we always like to have a little bit of fun. Um, we call it three and out. Um, I might give you a few more because we have so much to talk about. But are you ready for a shot with some of those? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. Now uh, tomorrow afternoon, we're going to have your former teammate David Dow on um, the safety. Um, anything that you used to tease him about that we can tease him about? Oh, David. Let me think. Let me think. Tease David. David is always a real, for the most part, a real serious guy. Always, always putting in work. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if we ever tease anyone. Really teases David. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just him and his three brothers. I, that's all. I don't know. They, they're just. I don't know. They're just some hard workers, and I don't know if anyone teases them. Excellent. Now, I saw your profile picture on the Michigan State website. I saw the long hair and the short hair. I wear my hair that long, and I, 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 I cut it short sometimes. When you do that big transitional cut, is that hard to take, or are you ready for it? I don't know. I need to cut it. I need to get at least a trim. Uh, I do like the, the first time I ever had hair this long, and so, you know, I'm just enjoying it for now until before I bald when I get older, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it while I have it. <laughs> Excellent stuff. And I did a little research. Um, you were 10 years old, I believe, May 2nd, 1997. Um, Mark, uh, Mark, your former coach, Mark D'Antonio, he took over in 2007 at Michigan State. Um, can you believe that his time has come and gone there? And with that said, did anybody do a great impersonation of Coach D'Antonio? And what have they have done it in front of him? Yeah, so as far as him leaving it, it's, it's really insane and crazy to see that, you know, Coach Antonio is not the head coach of Michigan State anymore. Um, what he did there was legendary. And just to be able to say that, you know, that was my coach, you know, that's something I'm going to be thankful for forever. And I'm proud to say that he was my coach. And, you know, uh, it's just it's very cool thing to say. And someone who can do an impersonation of him, uh, you know, the whole th- he, he says these funny things in team meetings and, and he makes these jokes that Coach D's sense of humor is different from other people. He, you have you have to know him to be able to you know think it's funny what he's saying, and it is funny once you know him. Really, okay. like the whole team, you know, will we'll say these little sayings to each other that he says, and and uh, you know, I I mean, I could give an ex- a quick example if you have time, but if not, it's all good. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just one you know one of my favorite memories you know you probably wouldn't think it was funny at the time but we you know we were in the team room and one of our linebackers who I'll not I won't name him right now he you know, told the interviewers you know the goal was to not let the opposing team we're playing uh Ferndale or Furman we're playing Furman the FCS team and he told them that the main goal was to not let them have a first down the whole game and told the reporter that and so we're in the team room and coach he does not like like stuff like that you know you keep it humble and respectful. 
And, uh, you know, we get in the team room, and he, you know, he tells him, you know, he's like, stand your ass up. Tell him what you said to the whole team. And, like, you know, it's, it's just funny. As a team, it was just – it's just hilarious. And, you know, that's something we still say to each other right now. Whenever says, anyone says something dumb, that's just tell him, you know, stand up. Tell him what you said. You know, it's just – it's funny. So. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Matt, man, you, you, you have definitely brought a pulse of life to the show today. I, I, I love it. And the final one for you, um, as we count down the days to this 2020 NFL draft, I'm sure that weekend you're going to be with family and friends. It's a celebratory day. Who is the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to have made as you kind of celebrate this next football journey? Oh, it's definitely my mom. Uh, she's most definitely the best cook. And the food that I would have her make, well, I would want her to make, would be uh, Jamaican jerk chicken. You know, we, when we were growing up, we always had a uh, – now I'm, I'm obsessed with jerk chicken. And so that's what I would want to eat. Yeah, I dude, I love – anything – you can put any jerk on anything. Yeah, I love – that seasoning and it's cooked right uh, like so. I might have yeah, to be stopping by your house. So a, yeah, certain guys do. Oh, yeah, that's, the flavor is just incredible. Matt, hey, we appreciate you stopping by. I'm so glad that you shared some of your time with us so we could share you with our audience. Um, again, a lot to talk about with you. And you brought up so many wonderful things that, we, you know, again, you just watch us, you know, some highlights, watch some tape. Um, but you brought so many things up that we would have never known, and that's why we really have uh, having you on. But, hey, with that said, stay humble, stay hungry, be safe, and we appreciate you joining us here on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I do really appreciate it. Have a good Sunday. Thank you. Once again, that is Matt Siebert, the standout Michigan State Spartans tight end, two-year letter winner, performed at the New Era Bowl. We didn't have time to talk about the New Era Bowl, but that was a fantastic event. Um, I was actually scouting that game, and uh, like I said, against Wake Forest. Uh, and, again, if any chance you get to go to that game, just the ambiance of being in Yankee Stadium for a football game is uh, something that I'm sure he treasured, and I know I enjoyed it as well. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.